the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on socials. Absolutely. And I am Spike Lou on them same social sites, battling through fatigue and allergies right now. But we going to make this do <laughs> what it do, man. How you doing out there, AB? Feeling good, feeling great, man. Went to the Ville this weekend. Man, salute to everybody. I got to ch- I got a chance to link up with very briefly. Um, you know I had to go to QC Kitchen though. Uh, it, it, they celebrated mm, their one year opening. It, man, listen. Shout out to our girl Q Cole. Listen, Quito motherfucking Cole. Excuse me. Absolutely. She didn't even recognize me. She didn't recognize me until she heard my voice. No way. Yeah, the six pack threw Shut off. Up. She hadn't seen she me with the know, six pack. She didn't realize who you was. Yeah, she hadn't seen me with the six pack yet. That's true. Yeah, you're still ugly though. She should have knew who you <laughs> was. <You're> still ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah, but laughs> I don't want to understand. All right, but the food was hidden. Um, Tell them about that it, macaroni though. Tell them about the macaroni. I ain't gonna lie, the macaroni, the macaroni was so fire. I had to tell my mama like it's like she's second place now. I had to go home. I like I like mama. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. Mm. You're in second place now with the Clarence mac and cheese. Like she gonna go down this week. She gonna go down. <laughs> the macaroni was so good when I left and I came back the next time. I tried to order a pan of it. <laughs> Quita wasn't even there though, man. She was closed. I tried to get me a whole pan of that macaroni, man. Y'all, if you in Nashville, man, go check out our people. This is not an ad. QC <laughs> Kitchen, man, right downtown in um. I'll second up Fourth Avenue, one of those man. But y'all find it, Google it, put the address in, go get some of that macaroni. Get a, get a full meal, man. You're gonna Facts. enjoy it. Official on deck TV, a uh, friend of the show. Let's call and it and like, also you might hear us when you go in there. Uh, hey, that'll be lit. Also, shout out to the homie TK too, man. Went to makeshift new bar, man. Listen, I, when I I remember growing up, I ain't know nobody that had a business. So seeing people around our age, a little bit younger, doing being bosses, got their own businesses, doing shit that they love to do, I, I got hella respect for it, and I love to see it. So um, big shout-out to those two, man. They, they doing big things. Love to see that shit. And listen, that was going to be my put-on, but I'll go ahead now. Shout-out, makeshift, if you could see it on the Bluetooth. It was blurred out. But shout-out, like you said, man, I don't know if I told him this person. I think I did, but... TK is a guy, man, I've been knowing that that's my brother, literally, like real deal love. Uh, genuinely, I've been knowing that guy since he was 13 years old. Man. Mm-hmm. And to see the things that he's did in that business, they put everything together themselves. Him and shout out my guy, Bill. Uh, but, man, I'm proud, man. It made me proud. Just to, just, I He listens to us here all the time, and, you know, we every time I go in town. So, I feel like I had something to do with him putting that together, not to take any credit because he and his brother Bill did it all together themselves. But I was just proud as someone who was older than him and got to see him grow up to where he's gotten to. Man, shout out my guy TK, man. If y'all are in Nashville, go to Makeshift Tequila Bar. Check that shit out. It's fire. It's dope. Uh, You'll have a good time there. Order some drinks. Order some food, man. But shout out my guy TK. I'm genuinely proud of my guy. I love that guy. Facts, man. Salute to everybody in the field winning, man. We, hey. Much respect on our like end you said, song. man. We ain't see people with businesses, man. Shout out to Quita too, man. Like people are, we grew up with coming around, they got their own shit running, man. So that's that's fantastic, man. But that is neither here nor there when we're talking about this hip hop stuff. It's another weekend review with the on deck TV podcast, man. And our quick hits, we're gonna talk about Drake's. Oh, excuse me, this is old, really old. I ain't got the new one pulled up. <laughs> All right, in our um quick hit section, man, we're gonna talk about Juvenile possibly doing a tiny desk, expectations for Jay-Z and Wayne's new song, and also. Somebody thinks Lil Pump is smart, AB. I'm going to see if you agree with that. And also when I wins and lost his trick, Daddy may get some new teeth. E-40 got kicked out of a Warriors game, possibly. But first, AB, we were talking about going places and being out in the in the bout in the streets. Moneybag Yo has a place to be in Memphis. A brand new restaurant. You'll give him the name when I throw this question to you. But he's getting backlash. People are online saying, hey, Moneybag. The prices do not add up. This is too expensive for your fan base. So they are not liking the prices charging money bag your restaurant. AB, do you think the criticism for this is fair or foul? Uh, this is foul. 
Uh, Moneybag Yo, the new restaurant, man, is called Cache 42 Kitchen and Cocktails. Mm. It is in, uh, of course, Memphis. You got to put it in Memphis. There's a $100 steak on the menu. It's a tomahawk steak. I think it's one. It's a 40-ounce tomahawk steak. It's $135 for the steak. Now, I don't know if I would personally want a $20, 40-ounce tomahawk steak. I don't think I'm, – I'm not interested in that necessarily. Um, so the people who are a, a little put off by that, then you're just in the wrong restaurant. Um, it's, it's really that simple, and that's okay. I'm not, you're not going to see me walk in there ordering $135 tomahawk steak, so I'm not afraid to say that shit. But, uh, and that's okay, too. I would never hate on him or say he's wrong for doing it because there's a time and a place for all of that shit. Um, and if number one, everything's high right now. That's number one. So everything ain't $135 plate, but, every, but shit is high across the board. This is a high-end restaurant. So if he is selling high-end food at a high-end ticket, then I'm not mad at it. Now, don't come out here with an old Charlie steak trying to charge $135. Like, that's not cool. I don't know if people were necessarily saying that, um, but people were definitely complaining, man. They said he need to come out and cook it uh, if it costs that much. He need to come out and rap <laughs> if it costs that much. That's funny. And if you yeah. don't have it, if you can't afford it, just say that. <laughs> it's okay. It's nothing wrong with that, dude. Everybody ain't out here oh. getting $100 steaks, dude. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad at that at all. Like, I'm not going to be there... And I'm fine with that. If you're not going to be there, that's fine. If you can go, then go on special occasions. This is It yeah. matches his lifestyle. This is where he at. So this is who he's talking to. This is who he's promoting to. It ain't for everybody, and that's okay. What do you think? Man, I'm always, and this may sound a little arrogant, I'm always kind of surprised or taken aback sometimes how uncouth people are. Like, as far as knowing, like, standards and, you know how you're supposed to carry yourself in certain places. If you're talking about a 40 ounce tomahawk steak, I've never went to any steakhouse where it was less than that price that, 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 that you're talking about. So it fits the market. So I think it speaks to another thing. And we've heard rappers say this before. I think Cameron, I don't like people to know what I own. Cause now you coming in here like his money bag, yo versus you'll go pay roof Chris for this steak. Why are you coming to me? Because I rap and you know me and you know this is my restaurant. I'm going to have the same prices as any other fine dining place. Don't come here looking for the hookup. Don't come here thinking I'm going to rap or cook your food, my nigga, because you will go down the street and spend it with them white folks. So it it, it really discourages people who want to own business and be proud black-owned businesses. Like you said, AB, this ain't Applebee's, bro. If you right. want a $25 steak, they have places that sell those. Go there. But don't mm -hmm. come in my restaurant because I rap and you think I owe you something, my nigga, that you're going to get a $15 steak in here. It ain't like that. I don't even want that type of crowd there if I'm money bag yo and my restaurant is in Memphis. Take with that what you want. With that being said, like, it's it's normal. This is These is normal prices, bro. Like, if you go anywhere and eat a good steak and it's like a tomahawk is that big bad motherfucker. Like, I wouldn't Bats. order that anyway. Way right. too much meat for me, pause. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, man, this is normal, man. Niggas get the tripping because they feel like I guess they know money bag, yo. I guess maybe I, I don't know, but this is crazy. This was crazy to me to see he got backlash about that. I hope he didn't respond. I mean, they they're saying that it's like that's not your audience. That's not your, you know, uh, and and whether yeah, that's nigga, on brand. I'm my appeal. I don't want y'all hood ass niggas in my shit shooting shit up. I want the motherfuckers <laughs> that can afford a hundred and thirty five dollar steak in here. If you can't afford it, don't come. That's it. Fuck y'all. And and look, and 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 if if it don't work, if he got to shut it down, then lesson learned. Then that he That's knew better. Me, right now, now I'll sell hamburgers. There let me go. try. Let me try to sell these hundred thirty five dollars steaks where y'all put me in a box. If I can't sell these hundred thirty five dollars steaks, then yeah, I open up a, a burger shack right there off Popular, dude. If that's what y'all want me to do, and everything is five ninety nine, cool. Yeah, yeah like man, there, so there were some comments. Like, I thought was interesting. Somebody said a hundred dollar steak isn't rare, but why is right? But excuse me, a hundred dollar steak ain't rare. But this is why black capitalism is silly. Black capitalists just do things other capitalists do. LOL. How does that serve anyone? Mm. I don't necessarily know if, what if the purpose of this restaurant is to. <laughs> I, I, I I I understand it gets turned into this like 
monolith. We're all supposed to think the same and we all supposed to be for each other. And it, like you said, nobody, nobody says that shit at Ruth Chris. No, nobody yeah. says that yeah. shit anywhere else. But when we do it, it's kind of look like as like niggas is trying to get over. It's kind of weird. It, it, that's a weird thing. I don't understand it, bro. That doesn't even make sense. That comment, because yes, if you're starting a business, as you and I know, like I study this, you know what you start a business based off of comparisons. What are people who are similar to me doing to make money? If I want to be roof, Chris, I can't charge niggas $30 for a steak because roof. Chris doesn't do that. And they've been successful for 35, 40, 50, however many years. Yep. So if I'm basing my business plan off people or things that have always been successful, I can't cater to just black people and be like, oh, well, I know it's going to be predominantly black people in my spot. So, man, I'm just going to sell $35 steaks. Then it wouldn't be that kind of restaurant. Like right. you can do that. That's cool. And cater to black people. But you're, like it, it, it's not the same thing as oh I'm money bag yo I want people that 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 can afford thirty five dollars steaks in here now nah, bro I opened a fine dining restaurant I wasn't concerned with like it sounds bad to say I guess but I wasn't concerned with black people I was concerned with people who could afford a hundred and thirty five dollars steak yeah his name is money bag by the way as well so I mean hey, it's on brand I don't I don't understand about? why you're, people are acting like it's not on brand but it just uh. I don't know. I guess anytime somebody puts something out that's expensive or that's higher than the norm, it's looked at as anti-black. But there's some black people out here that can afford that and will go over there and and have no problems copping that shit. So we're not going to act like all black people are poor. That's number one. There's just a lot of black people that can afford it. They'll pay them 140 for that steak, eat good and tip well and walk out of there satisfied. That that like that's the other side of it. Yeah. Uh moving on, man. Throwing it back just a little bit. Uh New Orleans rapper Juvenile <laughs> was in a funny Twitter uh back and forth. A fan said added NPR and said, Yo, y'all need to get juvenile, added juvenile to do a tiny desk. Juvenile retweeted and said, No, I'm I'm not doing that. And what the fuck is a tiny desk? That's <laughs> which is actually pretty damn funny. Once he got word of what it actually was, he put out a thing. He said, okay, 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 well, y'all fucking with this. 10K retweets and I'll do it. Um, he got the 10K retweets and he announced that the tiny desk is on the way. Him not knowing what it was, <laughs> I, I guess that's one question. Were you surprised he didn't know what it was? And two, is this a, a performance that you look forward to? Um, I feel like he knew what it was when the tweet came out. Maybe when they reached out to him, and asked him to do it or someone in his camp approached him to do it. That was his thought. But by the time that he put that tweet out and it made it to Twitter, it was promo. And let me see if this is going to work. Mm. Trina had just did. And I'm not knocking him for it. It was brilliant. It I bought into it. Yeah, we sent it to the group chat. We laughed at it. Uh, people started talking about it. But I don't think that he was ignorant of what Tiny Desk was uh, when he put that tweet out. Juvenile seemed like he's a pretty knowledgeable fella. I'd have never took him as ignorant. He used to hang around in Nashville uh, a while back. That was who uh, Buck was first signed to. So, like, I've seen him in spaces having conversations, talking, and he, he not dumb. So, I do feel like this was presented to him, and he was kind of skeptical. So, hey, somebody probably was smart and said, do this. Float that shit out there to your social media and see what they say, bro, since you're not a believer. And after a day or two and all the retweets, he was like, okay, so shit, I was wrong. I'm a believer. And absolutely, I look forward to um this tiny disc. I can't wait. Nigga, this is going to be fire. This probably Full transparency, this will be the first tiny disc that I've ever watched. Mm. Never watched I, it before, but I, I ain't going to lie, though. I'm not, uh, and this is, everybody looks at me crazy when I say this. I'm not a big fan of those. Um, yeah, that's why I've, I've never even clicked on it. I've seen P, like it's not. I mean, I've watched, I've definitely watched a little bit of some here and there, but I'm just not a fan. I don't look forward to them. I don't really check for them like that. I understand the appeal, but I'm just, it's, it's just not that deep for me. Uh, but let's be clear. He had no idea what the fuck this was. And that doesn't make him dumb. It just means he doesn't know what it was. He just wasn't up on it. I don't think he was. Th- when he put the tweet out, you think he's, he didn't know? Yeah, I don't think he knew. That's crazy. I ain't going to go on the Twitter make themselves look stupid in 2023, bro. That's not necessarily stupid, like, though, to not know what Tiny Desk is. But uh, it may not be. You're right. However, people, you know how the internet is, nigga. Well, they'll take it that way. Know what tiny desk is exactly now? You yeah. label it as oh, juvenile's old and washed. You don't know what it is. 
So, but they usually don't have legacy, to my knowledge. Let me say that. Uh, Trina more Trina, recently, yeah. but before that, it's usually current yeah, acts. Like, so I don't know, what Tim's, I Migos, like it's usually current. Again, to my knowledge, but I'm not following it closely. So somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Do they have legacy acts on there? Possibly so. Um, I think I've seen the roots on there before. But it, for the most part, it's pretty. It's people who are currently in rotation. And Juvenile, with all due respect, is not currently in rotation. So I could see him not knowing who this was or not being up on it. He he's older than us. Like I I don't watch it. You don't watch it. So I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if he didn't know what it was. That wouldn't blow me. That wouldn't blow me away, dude. I'd be like, I, I'm I'm saying that he knew what it was by the time he posted it. When they first presented it to him, I agree with you. But I when he oh, okay. put the Twitter shit up there, I see that was mean. all marketing. All of that was marketing. But yeah, I do think like, I agree with you in the sense of somebody probably came to him, like, man, get that shit out of my face. And then they probably wanted it or he proved it. Give me an example. He'll put it on your social media. See what they say. Boom. They, or they could have just showed him a video because they do numbers. Like, let's be what? very clear. True. We're in the minority. <laughs> that but he would be like well why i want to see that He'll, oh here go trina she was the last one like you said even if they were showing it to him and he probably looked at it like bro that i ain't them niggas i'm not like nobody who need to be up there but then you show him trina and she doing the yeah. clip that i seen of the uh illy whatever the fuck her shit was but it was dope yeah and, and it looked like there's something that he could do at that point um but that does speak to like what you were saying though this is must not be for older people because I definitely have never clicked on it, but would click on it now, speaking to my watch list, because it is somebody of our generation. So that's so a get off my lawn moment for me. I know plenty of people in our age group that watch it, though. It's just, I, I thought it was just me. I'm just not big on live music like that. Mm. But you, not would that you check deep. his juvenile one out? You be, you, would you watch this? No. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wake me with P on would, I would, I would, you know what? The thing is, I wouldn't necessarily be there for juvenile. I more so want to hear those Manny Fresh beats on instrumental, like live. I would like that. Yeah. Like live or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a band in there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm looking to hear that, that right there. The I'm Manny straight. Fresh stuff live. You let me know how that goes. That's funny. I, I'll keep you posted. Uh, <laughs> next, man, moving on, your man, Alan Hughes. He was on The Breakfast Club recently, and he had a lot to say. He talked about what he's working on. More specifically, they were about to do that Marvin Gaye biopic. That was what Universal put out at first. Excuse me, wanted them to put out at first. But then they did a left turn and came with the Snoop biop as priority. So Marvin Gaye is now on hold. AB, simple question. Are biopics paid or excuse me, played out? Man, they're they're about to be. And I'm and let's be clear. When this Snoop comes out, I'll be there opening weekend. But man, like we there was a running joke that we talked about with black movies and there being slave movies. And those are the ones that got the big push. That's so funny. George Foreman come out this weekend. Yeah. We just had Whitney yeah. Houston. We had Jackie Robinson. Like we finna run out of niggas that make movies about bro. Like the, yeah. the biopic shit, that, that, there's a short runway for it. And it's about to get old. Now, with that being said, I I don't have any, Doubt that this is, of course, one half of the Hughes brothers that's responsible for minister society, dead presidents, X, Y, Z. So these, they obviously, or he obviously knows how to make a movie. Like I, I don't anticipate this shit being trash. But we, do, the stories, we have to come up with some better stories. And I fucks with Snoop the long way. I'm actually looking forward to this. It actually starts filming this summer, so it's a go. He said Universal called him and was like, hey, stop what you're doing. We This this is the bag. Here go the bag. He was like, oh, shit, okay. So, and to be clear, when that Marvin Gaye come out eventually, nigga, I'm in that too. But I do think at some point, I'm going to be like, okay, enough with the biopics, dude. Like, let's get some original stories. Um, but uh, with that being said, I'll still be in both of those <laughs> opening weekend. And I look forward to the Snoop. Um, I just hope they don't. I hope it's better than the Tupac. That's all I'm going to say. Even though Tupac I did, what? we didn't mind that the, the Tupac was okay, but it wasn't like NWA level. Like NW, NWA oh, was tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, you know what? I, I I almost forgot about that movie until you just said that. Mm. It was a Tupac movie. Damn. Yeah, see, that was um, okay, cool. yeah. Yeah, it was just a me. I'm here for this. Like, like you said, man, that's our generation. Like we were just talking about with Juvenile. This is what we grow up in. Of course, I want to see it. Are they played out? Yes. Yeah. Unless 
you're a big superhero Marvel guy. They need to start finding different ways to tell these stories if they are going to tell them. I don't think that they necessarily have to be big popular names. They could be more niche more not mainstream names but just have different stories maybe scarface do some dark shit like his book is very dark as far as that like just don't have, have the same recipe as nwa tupac as all of these other ones and maybe try some different recipes like they do in the genre of superheroes like i brought up like you know they, they might be in their horror almost superhero flicks and you have comedy then yeah, the drums. tones are different yeah if we yeah. could change the tone if yeah. you can find artists who may not be as popular, but their story has a different tone from the mainstream artists, I think that could start maybe pump some life into it. But yeah, these are money grabs. These are legacy brands. That's all that um, Hollywood is doing right now. Names that are familiar, even the movies that aren't biopics, they're Mario Brothers or Barbie. It's stuff that you know about, that you already have a name from, and I don't got to market as much to you because you're already familiar with it. And of yeah. course you're going to go see it. It's reminiscent of your childhood. So yeah, biopics could get played out. They need more creativity in the lane just to expand the stories that they tell. Now I will say it's interesting you say the tone because when they asked him like what is it, what's it going to feel like he said the majority of the pre hip hop stuff is going to feel like menace it's going to have a menace tone to it and I was like okay like we ain't had that in a while um, and he yeah, actually man. first of all this is a really good Breakfast Club interview he he's promoting a new Tupac show on FX that come out I believe this week um, yeah that comes out this week so that's what he was promoting. But they asked him questions about menace to society and uh, dead presidents and all that. So he has some good stories. And he actually said they were working on a menace sequel um, about 50, about 10 to 15 years ago. They was, a, they was this close to greenlighting the menace sequel where old dog gets out um, because he was pretty young when he went in or whatever the case may be. So they talked about that. And but they were like at the last minute, they kind of like decided not to. Um, so I'm interested to see what a menace tone looks like in 2023 or 2024, whenever this comes out. Um, so that 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 was intriguing. I'm I'm kind of here for that. And remember, 50 was going to do the murder was the case TV show with F with um stars. And that got derailed probably because of this, I'm assuming. Yes, probably sold them rights to another yep. company with more money. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. I, I would I would love to see what that tone looks like. And that's around the same time that Menace was based in, too. The Snoop was coming up. Exactly. So that should be, yeah, that should line up. I, I do want to see how they play that now in our day and age. Absolutely, man. Speaking of how they play that, I'm interested to see this new Swizz song that he's putting out Friday featuring Jay-Z and Lil Wayne. Jay-Z and Lil Wayne. We have new Jay-Z bars, ladies and gentlemen. Sound the alarm. For those interested, first new J of the year, I think. I believe so. Are you excited to hear the first Jay-Z verse of the year with Lil Wayne co-signing in 2023? I am indifferent. Mm. I said this in the chat last week and they thought I was trolling, but there's this feeling that there's nothing exciting that could happen anymore in hip hop, but it may be because I'm old. I want to put that out there first. But even when you say this, I've gotten accustomed to stuff being so microwavable that, yeah, I may enjoy this song when it drops on Friday and I may listen to it Friday and Saturday and Sunday, but then Monday's going to come around and I'm not going to listen to it probably ever again unless it pops up on a playlist that I'm randomly playing on a road trip or a plane flight. It leads to a bigger thing, though, and I don't know if it's just me or if it's more universal. I don't think that moments aren't created anymore. And I'll take it back. And again, I'm going to continue to harp on the age thing. When you and I first started doing this or even before, we would see XXL covers or interviews that would make us hype. I can't wait till this album comes out on Friday. For me, when they're forecasting stuff like this, it just doesn't get me excited anymore. So do I want to hear this? Yeah. Will it be banging? Probably. Maybe. Since it's Swiss, I ain't really the biggest Swiss Beats fan when it comes to his music style. But still, it doesn't make me excited like I used to be when news like this shit used to drop. I remember the first time that they was, oh, nigga, Wayne got a song with Hov and how excited we were about that. Like, oh, nigga, I can't wait till that come out. But now, again, I don't know if it's just because of where I am in life 
or because the music is more microwavable, it's just nothing is really exciting. Any like you even had the Drake single last week. It was like, okay, that's cool. Like Drake's the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. But again, AB, what do you think? Does this excite you, Paul? Yeah. I'm going to be checking it out for obviously. I'm a, Clearly, we're going to check it out and listen to it, see what it's hitting on. Um, does it excite me? Eh, kind of. I'm, I'm always here for New Hole. I'm going to keep it real. But like you said, it'll be a song, and, and we'll, we might ride to it this weekend, but, it, it, you know, it'll fade away after that. That's almost guaranteed. Now, and that's no fault to either one of the parties involved. That's just kind of the space that we're in. I think – Two reasons why it's, it's not hitting the same is number one, back when you were just saying that the Jay Z and, and Wayne collab was teased or was coming soon, it's because we got uh, a date two months in advance when the shit was finna come out, and, and we got the track list, and so we had two months to sit in stew, and wait, and it felt like Christmas, like it was gonna take forever to get here. Then when it finally got here, like there was a real rollout. This is the new rollout is mention this shit on Tuesday and it come out Friday. That's the new rollout. Whereas mention this shit in April and it comes out in July. That's what it used to be. And so there was some anticipation that was built up. That's missing, number one. And then number two, these aren't new and fresh artists. So you can only get but so excited for a new Lil Wayne song who literally has 3,000 songs in his catalog. And Jay, who's if not right behind him, has 5,000 songs in his catalog. So you can only get but so excited for people that you've heard a million times. You, We probably need some fresh blood that we haven't heard a thousand times. Maybe Jay with somebody younger or maybe just a new name or a new face that we like, oh, shit, he wanted them ones. And then you can get excited all over again. It can bring back the feeling when you first heard Wayne. So I think that's a part of it too. Um, you can only do but so many like Khaled has gassed up a J verse, like Swiss is gassing up the J verse. Like it, it, that's like a go to, and it it doesn't. It's not going to work every time. So I think that's a part of it. So I get what you're saying, but I will obviously be checking for it, and and I'm interested to hear what it sounds like for sure. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What about younger artists then is there an artist that you do that does make you excited when they pause uh when they get ready to come out uh the, is there someone that, that you see now that is reminiscent of when you heard a young j cole a young lil wayne and of course those are greats but Yo. is there is there anyone that is not a legacy act for you that makes you excited about the future of where they could be. Yeah, I, w- I was excited for that Larry June. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I was looking forward to that, but again, that was teased for right. several months. And I was because that's my that's arguably my favorite producer right now, mixed with arguably my, one of my favorite artists. So I wanted to see it was a combination of the two, and I think that's what I would need if Sci High announced he mm. had a project coming out in two months with hit boy or with somebody I, that i would look forward to i would be like yo wait, i need that let's let's make that happen even look at currency and jermaine dupree we was anticipating that or I, like a young boy i fuck with assemble i think he's super cold shout out to my guy kendall for putting me on i fuck with his whole aura like i fuck with how he how what he's spitting what he's saying outside the booth I fuck with the swag. Like I'm, I want to hear more of him, and I'm interested to hear what he has to say. So if you pair him with another producer, or or it's like nigga, he was in the fucking studio with Dre for a week, and they got a project. Okay, now now we're talking about some excitement. So then I would it would have to be one of those artists, somebody like that. But it still happens, just not as frequently. Symbols a good one. I don't think Larry June is as good. I think it's more of a personal preference. I think for Simba answers this question of what I'm saying like you can't wait till he gets to that big level right like you can't wait till you see how he performs with the bag behind him knowing that right. everybody in the world knows he's talented like we felt with Jay-Z and, and, and all of those people when we were like early on like, oh man I can't wait till motherfuckers figure him out Back. with Larry June I feel like this is pretty much his cap like he gonna continue to get fans like us people that fuck with that style of music but he's never gonna be a major star Sim, I don't know. Like that, that could possibly be. So that's a good answer to the question, I think. So 
I need I, I I'm simply answering what would I be excited for if it was announced and yeah, if but that, part that of that shit was exciting though. But do you remember? That's what I mean when I'm talking about the hip hop is dead part. Part of that that excitement used to be you couldn't wait until that person blew up, till you heard more of them, till that bag was behind them. You saw them on TV and commercials, and like that was part of the process of discovering an artist. You going through that trajectory with them of, I remember when I was only listening to him, and now I see this nigga everywhere. Like I, the example I would use is Ti. Like you know that I fucked with Ti before. Nigga, that I'm serious was out. I was a fan then. But part of the excitement was when he got to that level of king. And I'm like, okay, this is what I saw from day one. I'm glad yeah. everybody else saw it. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to grow with somebody. Yeah, exactly. Next, that's you. Let's go, Lotto. Um, Coachella went down over the weekend. Lotto performed two new songs. One of a hundred artists at Coachella, you know how they get down. She performs an unreleased song. The crowd was into it. Sounded like she was taking some shots at your girl, Nicki Minaj. My question, are you here for the Lotto versus Nicki beef? Would you sign up for that? Shout out to Lotto. Um, the the headline I was surprised at, at Coachella was uh, Hip Boy. That's crazy. But Really? I mean, it was one of them. You know, there's multiple days and shit. <clears throat> yep, excuse me. But, yep. I don't have a problem with this. They're using a blueprint that the men... Shit, excuse me. They're using a blueprint that the men have used for years and years and years, and we know that beef sells. Lotto can rap. Nicki Minaj is on the ropes, I would say. I don't think that she's still someone who could... Like, if there was a young blood looking to knock her head off, Lotto would be that young blood that could knock her head off, and I'm not necessarily thinking that Nicki can squash her just because she's a legend. Nikki gets down. I know she got bars, but I do think that her recent persona, and maybe I'm on the outside looking in when I see this, but at her age and how she carries herself, some of the spats that she's had online with some of the younger women in hip hop, it doesn't seem like going to war with Lotto is something that she wants. Because I think that more of the industry is going to be on Lotto's size. Minaj, Nikki can't play that card anymore of, I'm a big superstar. If you side with her, I ain't going to fuck with you. I don't think people are going to care about that. So when mm -hmm. we getting in the booth and we talking about bar for bar, I mean, Nikki probably can out-rap her. Lotto should be scared that she gets embarrassed in a diss track if Nikki going to put names on it and doesn't think that she's too big to do it. But I do appreciate Lotto taking a shot. Like, bitch, quit subtweet. Excuse me. Lady, quit subtweeting me. <laughs> we going to get to it. I'm going to take this to where it need to go. You can respond. So I like Lotto energy here. Big energy. Yeah, I, I would I would be here for this. We haven't had a quality lady-on-lady -lady beef probably since Remy Ma with the sheather. And, like, that shit went hard. Like, she now that was like a legitimate beef song. And even before that, you probably got to go all the way back to goddamn Lil' Kim with Hot Ho, Hot Damn Ho, Here We Go Again. So, like, it's been once every 15 years when we get something of that magnitude. I would love to see a Lotto diss record at Nicki, like quality, and it turned into like a Meek versus Drake or something like that. That would be entertaining, dude. Like, it... It would be entertaining. It's two talented artists. Now, I don't know what their gripe is. It would help if I knew the gripe, if there is one. I th I, th I think we talked about it previously. Uh, we touched on it a couple of months ago, but I can't remember it. It wasn't – I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, commit it to memory. But it would help if I knew the what the whole riff was. But that aside, just too hungry – well, I don't know if Nikki – I don't know how hungry Nikki is anymore, but Lotto is, is hungry for the <laughs> – Idol. So if we can get her energy going at somebody like Nikki, who does have the crown still, is she still the queen out here? I, I would be, man, listen, because then it's like, what do you do if you Nikki? Do you not come with another song or do you not respond? Or you just try to, oh, no, I'm, I'm the queen. I can't respond. And then, then you look funny, especially if it's some heat. So like that, in, that's that would be a very interesting scenario that I'd be here for. And I think it would be entertaining. I think it'd be good for hip hop. Right, and I don't think there's. I ain't a lot talking of subs. I ain't talking subs. Yeah, I'm talking I mean, like this, is a diss song a freestyle. This, this is like, yeah, ether, nigga. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> I I would like to see that. Uh, and since is they are ladies, you won't have that big possibility of it spilling over into something else. 
I think it'll stay uh, strictly yeah, right. <laughs> you remember when Cardi and Nikki ran into each other, nigga? She spilled it over. <clears throat> mm, they she sure did. It was at the Met Gala or some shit like that. Yeah, it was some one of them, one of them uh fashion events. She threw a shoe at her. That was Ooh. before Cardi was it, tough. That was Nikki that was threw a shoe at Cardi? No, Cardi threw the shoe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Cardi see, was that's what I'm saying. Like Lotto not gonna do that. Like she yeah, got she not. raised from she more industry like Nikki. And Cardi, Cardi ain't industry. Like I'm, I'm not at that shit. point. I'm, she was, yeah. I'm with the shit, bitch. Is yeah. what she was saying. Like I want all the smoke. <laughs> I think Lotto can keep it. Like, yeah, we, we I can just outwrap you. I'm not sure if she can. I'm not saying that that's true, but I think that she thinks that. I don't think that she gonna. It's it's on site. Yeah, nah, it ain't, I, I don't. I don't give a shit about that. I need. I just need some fire ass bars. That nice. shit will be entertaining. You listen a lot nice. on these freestyles. Like she be spitting. So yeah, like if she just she had like right. a for real deal. Cause, cause I heard Dreezy be sending subs at each other. If you peep that shit, I seen that shit on Twitter. Um, oh, hey, really? they definitely be sending subs, dude. And they both be spitting dog. That shit be kind of hard. But nigga, huh. I, I want it all out. Too. Like, man, I'm over this motherfucker and just go, just go in. That should be hard as hell. Yeah, that would be nice for the game right now, especially since the ladies are in charge mostly. All right, moving on to our weekend review for this week, AB. Your man's, my man's, friend of the show, Vince Staples, he and Alchemist, we're talking about online tiffs. They got into a little uh, back and forth. Um, Vince Staples said that he was called by Alchemist to work on a project with him, Earl Sweatshirt and Alchemist. They were going to do 30 tracks. And Vince said when he got there, Alchemist and Earl were just smoking and he was the only one rapping. So he said the vibe wasn't really there. Uh, so he put his uh, tracks on 30 songs, he said, and he left. He does know that he has those tracks. And Alchemist said, no, I have an EP of all of this shit with shit that you rapped on, and it can't be released. So they went back and forth about that. Someone leaked the EP that Alchemist said that he had, and Vince said, you petty bitch. Because <laughs> he didn't want that out there. My question to you, A.B., would be, if Alchemist did leak this and it doesn't seem like Vince Staples wanted it out or is ever planning on releasing. Do you blame Alchemist for that? Yeah, that's not cool. Link, leaking this shit is trash, if that was the case. I'm really more so upset that I didn't get the link to this shit. <laughs> like, where is this I'm at? First that. off, I'm looking. I need that link. I get all I this need. goofy ass fight shit on my Twitter timeline. Yeah. Teachers fighting, fucking niggas with no arms fighting. I don't want to see any of that. The shit I want to see is this Alchemist and Vince Stables, and this shit ain't came up on my timeline once. So that's horse shit, um, first off. But I would have been very interested to hear this. Um, I'm so glad Earl Sweatshirt didn't get on any of it. Keep smoking. <laughs> you sit in the corner and smoke your goddamn life away. Do not get in the booth when this Vince Stable and Alchemist is cooking. Stay right over there in the cut, dude. Just keep rolling up, dude. I needed this. I need a 10 piece of this right here. That shit would be fire. I haven't, I don't believe I've heard Vince over that type of production. Um, if I have, if I have, I don't recall, or I just missed it. I would be dying to hear what this sounds like. Cause he Vince is in his bag right now in terms of musically. That's another person I'd be excited to hear from right now. Um, that's not, you know, a, a 20 year veteran. So, Again, giving me something like this with a collab, working with a producer, man, let me get this. But I don't, if he leaked it, that's petty. Leaking is some slaw. That serves no purpose. But somebody please send me that link at animal underscore brown on Twitter. Thank you. Uh, first of all, that's what I was going to leave with. I am Spike <laughs> Lou on Instagram and Twitter. If you have those six songs with Alchemist and Vince Staples, please send it to me. <laughs> Need that. Um... This is my boy. And what Alchemist, one of his, excuse me, one of what Vince's criticism was is the Alchemist takes forever to release it and works at his own pace. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound like this was ever coming out. No. So if I hear Vince say that and I'm Alchemist and I know that I got this EP, I kind of would have leaked it too. Like I, I kind of would have put it out there. Like, I, I don't know what you wanted me to do with it, bro, and it don't seem like we on good terms, so I'm going to let the world hear the music, and maybe, you know, something will pop of it, we'll apologize and go make some money together. But 
it ain't gonna do nobody no good sitting in my hard drive. So yeah, let, let the world have it, man. Let the world enjoy it, man. Feed the people. So I fuck yeah. with Alchemist for that. And I think yeah, I mean, I don't think Vince was really mad. It, it don't I don't seem think like so either. Because it was a good. meme. He used the meme. Like he wasn't yeah. it. It didn't come yeah, off so like he was. I'm, that I'm glad tight. it got out there. But yeah. um, I don't really blame Alchemist for it either. Like I'm cooking right now. I got stuff with the hottest shit. And nigga, there's this now scuttlebutt on the internet that I got six with Vince, who's on fire too. So yeah, y'all eat all of this up. It ups my profile as Alchemist, and this nigga one never gonna drop it anyway. So here y'all go. I'm with yeah. you. Um, the moral of the story, if you don't remember anything else, is my uh, Twitter is animal underscore brown. Send me the link if you have it. Absolutely, get that over to us ASAP, nigga. Uh, last right. thing, man. Is this me? Yeah, that's you. Last thing, man, before we get to these wins and losses, man, your boy, Little Pump, uh, was interviewed and asked about his um, conversation with J. Cole. If y'all remember, they kind of dissed each other a little bit. Little Pump said he was just doing it for the clicks. J. Cole pretty much addressed him and predicted his future in rap, <laughs> um, saying he was essentially going to fall off with the antics. And as you can see, that's exactly what happened. Uh, but J. Cole was surprised at how smart little pump was um and was like oh okay so like you're not really the guy that you portraying um do you believe that a lot of rappers dumb it down for success and if you do believe so are you surprised at that first of all j cole is the only one well, no, i ain't gonna say that yeah I, I do think that that happens i do think that we saw it with you remember that movie brown sugar for sure when they had the dog the, the rapping <laughs> the dalmatian alpha, alpha rap. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think that happens more often than we know. We see this one persona, and then you meet someone, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm yeah. surprised. Uh, David Banner would be an example. I don't think that David Banner necessarily portrays what he is in his music. Not to say that when he first is, came out. Right, when he first came out. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that J. Cole meant Lil Pump, because Lil Pump, I, I ain't going to lie, I would be shocked too if I ran into him and this nigga was able to articulate himself and I was be able to, oh, shit. Like, yeah. You're not a dumbass. So I get what J. Cole is coming from. However, in the music business, I do think it's a lot more prevalent than we as fans expected. Like, there's a lot of, for lack of a better term, studio gangsters or people who I know this is going to sell, so I'm going to give this to you. However, when I'm by myself on my downtime, ain't none of this happening. 21 Savage said that just now. 21 mm -hmm. Savage was talking about, man, if I rap about what I do, loving my kids and my family and not guns yeah, and rapping man. and shit. Like, y'all niggas not going to buy this shit. So, like, That's a fact. stop the count. So, yeah. yeah, I do think a lot of people dumb it down. Now, there's another question to be had, which is another conversation. Like, is that good or bad? Like, is it good that you feel like you got to dumb it down so black people would, would consider you successful or hip-hop would consider you successful because you are dumbing it down? So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't necessarily... I don't. I don't necessarily look at dumbing it down as it being dumb now little pumps music is that I, I don't even count that shit that shit ain't nothing but you can you can quote unquote dumb something down because the, the, the fact of the matter is if you come out with lyrical spiritual miracle shit all day long and you rap it in 12 syllable words and that shit is going to go over the majority of people's heads and they don't want to have to think too hard can you picture that shit being played in a club or a lounge, bro? I don't want to hear that shit. This is not the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to, that's not going to make me want to repeat or run this back. You want something with a catchy hook, something simple that I can remember and that I can recite back. That doesn't make me dumb. It just makes it easier to digest. And a lot of people do that with their content. It's the same thing you see, even if you want to cross over platforms, Places like Earn Your Leisure or like the Wall Street Trapper, they take something that can be complicated and they simplify it. Or if you want to quote unquote, dumb it down, it's, to me, that's the same thing. Simplifying it is dumbing something down because those things can be complicated and they can go over people's heads. I didn't listen to Wu-Tang and shit, bro. That shit went over my head. Like I, I didn't, I can't, the, what's the mathematics? I, that shit, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. So... I know people that listen to Wu-Tang that fuck with them was like, man, some of that shit went over my head. So like, or like Lupe. Lupe, if Lupe really wanted to, he could sit here and rap in triplet, eight syllable words, all starting with the letter A. And Bro, like, oh, what? Right, come on, bro. It's not going to have no replay value. It might be cool to listen to once, 
but I'm not running that shit back. I can't recite it. So, like, I, I don't look at it as necessarily a bad thing. Jay said it best, dude. He summed it up, dude. If, if skill sold, I'd, I'd be out here rapping like Common Sense. I made five mil, nigga. I ain't been rapping like Common Sense. Like, if period. Skill sold, if, if skill sold lyrically, I'd be Talib Kweli. Yep. And then he said, what, I did two mil or so. Yeah, then your part of it. But it's yeah, skill yeah, sold yeah. lyrically, I'd be Talib Kweli. I did two mil and I ain't rapped a little something like this is common sense, but yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, yeah. That, that's what I mean. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but now what really did Lil Pump have to say for, to make J Cole go, Oh, okay. You're not okay. You might, he probably just said some regular shit. Bro. <laughs> he probably thought Lil Pump was special, like special needs or something, bro. Like real talk. That's funny. He does come off as special needs. Uh, however, it also speaks to Cole, too. Cole being one of the most authentic, and he puts his heart on his sleeve. Like, this is this presentation is me. This mm-hmm. long hair, these musty clothes, me looking like I ain't bathing. Like, this is me. Like, I, we question it. <laughs> question if J. Cole had an odor or not. Like, <laughs> nope. nigga, multi-million dollar artist, bro. He just looked like, this is me. This is the presentation that you're going to get from me. Uh, so yeah, I could see him being surprised by someone who's putting on it as a complete act. Like, is that like, remember when the first time we heard Plies on 106 and Park? Young Al Grenard, yeah. Young Al Grenard. Plies was the goon, the gooniest goon of all goons. And when he went on 106 and Park the first time, he sounded like he had three master's degrees. And we was all like, huh? Like, it didn't make sense at all. And so, but but you see more of that now, though. Look at... Look, Watch five minutes of an NLE Chopper interview. But a nigga, a nigga talk like Russell Simmons, bro. But you listen to his music, it's nigga, it's all, he shoot 30 niggas in the intro. So like, it's, it's, it's entertainment. I, I think that comes to more, that to the point of people need to be able to separate the person from the entertainment. Like, don't hang on to every word that 21 Savage said he is not literally spinning the block twice. Like there ain't nowhere to park. Like that's not literally what's going on today. This moment he's just being, he's saying what he feels is entertaining and apparently it's working because people are eating it up. So do you want to go? The question is, nigga, is it kind of weird that nigga he has to do that or that he feels that he wants to do that? Or is it weirder that that's the shit that gets ate up versus read a book, motherfucker, read a book. Like it just, you come on now. Like, who there's several questions if you peel back the layers, but we ain't got time to address today. Yeah, agree. And another thing that I would put to that before we out of the quick hits is when you learn how to make that presentation as close to the person that you are as possible, that's when you see that long standing success. The example that I would give is uh when we met Yo Gotti and we were able to sit and listen to him talk from a business standpoint and just his perspective on mm-hmm. different artists and things of that nature. It wasn't different from the music, but it was, it was still intelligent too. Like right. I, I didn't hear your Gotti talk and be like, oh, that ain't the nigga that's on the, that ain't the nigga that I hear on the, on the tapes. But I did hear him talking like, Oh, he's that. And this, and even smarter. Got another one is, yeah. Like when you yeah. around, you get to see people, and you're not shocked by how they conduct themselves, even though their music has that aspect to it. Another example was T.I. We were able to be around T.I. for a little bit. Like, it's, it it looks the same. Like, yeah. him interacting with people and what we've seen him, like, get into and do. Like, it's okay, yeah, it's the dude on the music. So, yeah, if you're able to balance that where those two things aren't far apart, that's when you – and we t- I'm talking about niggas with, what, 25, 30-year careers at this point? Yeah. Oh, and, and Lil Pump is out of there. Yeah, one song. Yeah, so know. when you have to act, yeah, when you gotta act too hard, and when a nigga like J Cole meets you and be like, "Oh, okay, you are smart. It's over for you now." Yeah, it's too late because you can't turn. Yeah, I can't turn that on now. Yeah, no. I can't. He can't. Lil Pump can never come back and be like, "Nah, I got, I got sense." Really, that, that little shit was bullshit. Like, bro, like, nah, you out of here. Nah, it's so, all weird. I, I, I the watched the interview with uh, is, this is extremely random, but this was uh, it, this was the last time I can remember. I was like, oh shit, this nigga's not. Like stupid. I, I watched a Fat Trail interview, and he sounded oh, yeah, completely different that. from the music that he puts out. Like the music he put out is ratchet, ignorant shit. You know what I'm saying? And there's a, there's a lane for that. And I like some of that shit. 
But when he was his interview, he was very eloquent in what he was explaining. He was a strong communicator. I only clicked it because he was addressing uh, P and telling talking about his time with P. That's the only thing that made me click it. But I was impressed at how he was able to explain himself. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Like, I, I like it made me respect him more. I, like, I, I can separate the person from the music. I don't necessarily mm. expect him to come out and be like super thug in an interview, but I still was impressed at how he was able to communicate because that's a that's a an area of opportunity for a lot of people, <laughs> even if you are an yeah. artist, still being able to communicate and say what it is that you're trying to say in an interview setting um, to where people is palatable for the average person to understand where you're going with it. So I, you see niggas like Kanye, a musical genius, and he can't do that. <laughs> so yeah. I right. seen Fat Trail do it. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up then. I, I, I respected it. So it ain't like a knock, but I don't. I, I can't say the same about Pump, Lil Pump, though. If we watched a Lil Pump interview, we'd probably be like, eh. That's a little poem. I'll say this again. I don't believe you heard a Fat Trail song. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Tough. He got one that's banging he put out last year when he got out of jail. No, he don't. I promise. I don't believe it. I promise I don't believe it. Uh, let's get into some wins and some losses, A.B., as we wrap this week and review up with the On Deck TV show. First winner and loss goes to your man, Trick Daddy. Mm. He said that he, well, he got his gold removed. You know, Trick Daddy had to all go grilled. Been 30 years, spent Ooh. 60K on the veneers. Win or a loss? Man, it's a win because he he said he hadn't been to the dentist in 15 years. That's crazy. That's insane to me. And he out there eating ass. He he was all eat a booty gang and shit, bro. And yeah. he hadn't been to the dentist in 15 years? Dog. That's crazy. So uh, shout out to him getting the veneers or whatever the hell. They don't look too crazy. So uh, he looked like he got a solid dentist to handle that shit. And the Fat Trail song is banging. It's Vulture Island freestyle. Nigga, go run them streams up. That shit banging. Never. Never. <laughs> uh, um, I wonder, is he going to get goals over the veneers? I hope not. I he put those on veneers? That's a great question. I think Trick Daddy's going to answer for us. <laughs> I cannot wait to see that. Eat a booty gang, nigga, and you ain't been in the dentist in 15 oh, That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> nigga had pink eye in the mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next win or the loss, man, we got Efron Zarelli, man. Big time Warriors fan. They on the road playing the Sacramento Kings, which is up the street. Uh, from Oakland, and E forty was pissed off. His squad lost in Sacramento, and he got thrown out of the game. Yeah. Win or a loss, save me. Yeah, it's a it's an L for Sacramento. He's claiming that the late that lady was heckling him for most of the game, and then when he finally says something back, that's when security wants to come and grab him. So it's kind of like when you're in the NBA or NFL when somebody push a nigga, but the ref didn't see it. And they turn around and then they see the other nigga push back and then they throw that motherfucker out the game. It's give him that type of vibe. That's what he that's what he said. And he said, but like that that's foul though. They gotta know who that is. And by all accounts, E40 like a super nice dude though. Like if you listen to people talk about E40, like he the type of nigga you can run into and be like like walk up to him, get a flick, any kind of shit like that. And he a solid dude. So you don't ever really see him turned up like that. Like he was he was tight going out of there. Agree. This is uh, my L goes to E40, though. Like, bro, we always talk about this, and I know it's hard to do, but I'm the person with something to lose here, bro. Like, I want to enjoy myself at the Kings game. You've been heckling me all game. Then E40, you need to go get security. You don't need to respond. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm famous. I'm a superstar. This lady has been bothering me. Please put her out, or I'm not going to spend the thousands and thousands of dollars that I spend on these seats. Uh, I can't, you can't do that, bro. Like, you you know that, I know that. Like, you just can't, you can't succumb. Because people are looking for that. They're trolling. You, yeah, like, you're looking for that, especially nowadays. I get, like, Russell Westbrook, it's just happened to him after the game the other night. I when they was walking back to the locker room. It's like, you you got to learn how to keep your composure. And it's really hard to do. And it's not going to be 100% of the time. You're not going to be able to do it 100% of the time. I'm not unrealistic in that. But you do have to have the cooler head prevail because you don't want some random woman suing you because you called her emotional distress at a Kings game. <laughs> Crazy. All right, last one before we get out of here. Win or a loss, A.B. A flight attendant buys Cash Doll's headphones if she agrees to watch the music. What? Shit, allergies. Shit. Winner or loss, A.B., 
Flight attendant buys Cash Doll's headphones if she agrees to watch his music video. It's an L because even though this went viral, he didn't say his name. She didn't say his name. <laughs> like, we don't know who this dude is. We don't know what the video is. We don't know what the song called. We didn't get a clip. He hasn't come out of me like, yo, this was me. Nobody picked that part up. They only picked up the part where she said, this guy is buying my headphones if I agree to listen to his video. We didn't get the nigga name. So that's an L on capitalizing off that because it got clicks. It got picked up. The story got picked up, but his name and song didn't. So that's an L. What kind of headphones Cash Dog got? She got a she brand just, or he just bought her some random headphones? He just bought like some little, some Apple joints out the, out the airport. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was just, she left, apparently left her headphones at home and she didn't have none. Mm. And he he recognized her. And before she was able to buy some, he was like, yo, I'll buy them for you. But if, if you check out my video. So salute to him for coming up and saying that. Mm. Like, I ain't mad at that, but you got to capitalize it. That should get picked up, though. That's creative. That's creative. And it's probably yeah. getting him more views than he's seen before, even without his name being out there. But I Ow. commend them for recognizing Cash Doll and thinking that that was going to get him some play. Like, I wouldn't. Hey. Oh, man, that's a thick little chick in here getting some headphones. Hey, how you doing, Shawty? But yeah, like, I, I wouldn't have never. Like, if you had, a, you could have put 10 chicks in front of me and being like, which one is Cash? Cash doll, and I wouldn't have known. Like, so he commend him for knowing and trying to capitalize on that opportunity. Uh, but yeah, if he was in Detroit, if he was in Detroit at the airport, then he knows it makes sense. Cash it makes sense. Yeah, facts. That is a fact. That's yeah, where it was I mean, in Detroit. So, I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She lives down here. So, if it was in Atlanta airport, it was like just another bad bitch walking through the airport. <laughs> another thick motherfucker walking so, through yeah, the airport. Another thick chick walking through the airport. Oh, you cash doll shit. It was just. Five chicks that look like you're walking with. <laughs> Crazy. All right, man. That is the week in review for the On Deck TV show. We appreciate you guys checking out the podcast. A, B, who is the On Deck of the week? Uh, man, shout out to Bakari, man, on um, YouTube. Left a comment. My Even- guy. Absolutely. Even though the JD and Currency EP disappointed us, it was still good. Let's hope they listen to the critics and do better for the next volume. Um, I agree, although those songs are recorded already. <laughs> them shit's on a hard drive. They're not doing nothing else together. Yeah, they ain't they yeah, them niggas, they probably not gonna see each other for a minute. Uh they've been around each other for the last two weeks, nigga. They get tired of that shit. But I I agree. I hope we just get a better collection of songs for this next joint. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. Put us on something. Um, man, we're going to YouTube, keeping it YouTube. Fat Trail, Vulture Island Freestyle. Go no play, way. click play on it right now. You're talking no about way. Fat Trail no ain't got no way. shit. <laughs> he got some heat. It's ratchet shit. I don't even, I'm not even sure I know who Fat Trail is. He's Bill MMG. Ah, that guy. Okay. Gotcha. Not Peel Fat, Fat Trail. Gotcha. Yeah, like, so, yeah, I mean, right. check that out. But also, I do have another one. Um, I sent this in a group chat too, man. It's a new guy out of Houston, or excuse me, out of Texas. Big X mm. the plug. It's got a solid sound to it. Um, the name of the project is called Amar. If you just need to hear one song to see if you like it, man, check out Levels. Big X the plug. My Nashville people. Um, he kind of reminds me of Pistol, um, but with more of a 2023 flow. Um, so I, I, I think I like it. He's got some good beats on here. Got some good samples. But it's it's some street trap shit too. Um, some good shit in the gym. Good shit to wake you up in the morning. So um, check out Big X the plug. Levels is the song, but he's got a full project. If you fuck with that, what you got for me? Nice. Um, my put on. I'm doubling down, man. If you're in Nashville, like you said to the locals, pull up to 811 Dickerson Road. That is makeshift tequila bar. My guy, uh, little T, Tink, TK. Whatever you know and buy, man, make sure that you guys go out and check out the makeshift tequila bar. 811 Dickerson Road. Benadryl is definitely kicking in. But y'all go check out the makeshift bar. Yeah, it is, man. Also, check out On Deck on YouTube, man. YouTube.com slash On Deck TV show. Leave a comment. Um, IG, same On Deck TV show. Leave a comment. We'd appreciate it. Anything else before we get ghost? Yes, sir. Go rate, subscribe, like, leave a comment. Like AB said, man, we celebrate 10 years. Facts. All of y'all that have been rocking with us for a long time that never left a comment, never commented on the show or anything like that, just been enjoying it. Let us know what you enjoyed the most about these last 10 years, man. If you left a comment before, let us know what you think about the On Deck TV podcast at 10 years old. 
We appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. We out.